You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Austin might have fucked to knock his wife. But just say no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks? Welcome to this week's episode of 205 Jive. I'm Adam, designated to be your host on this drunken wrestling adventure, and with us, as always, are the drunk wrestling historians themselves. This is Eddie. Step off. I'm doing the hump. And this is Scott, educating the masses one drink at a time. We got uh, drinks uh, by our sides. Sides. Jesus, this Martinelli's kicking my ass right now. But, uh, <laughs> God, I'm feeling cool. Uh so, uh, for this week's episode, we're going to well, be ranting a little bit. Well, hang on. Let me interrupt you, Adam, because I don't think we went over to this beforehand. Happy New Year's. This is our New Year's Eve episode, which um, we're recording this in October, but this is going to air for New Year's. Um, sorry to interrupt you, but um, I don't actually know what day well, of the means- week New Year's Eve is, but this is our New Year's Eve episode, and we were going to Happy New Year! New- we were going to do a year in review, and we realized one thing was going to take over the year in review. So Scott said, let's just do this. Adam, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight, just fuck COVID. Thank <laughs> you. God damn it. Exactly. Fucking COVID. It really just took a big shit all over 2020. Fuck you, COVID. It really did. Yeah, let me, just before we really get into this into this and start complaining about our fucking problems um we're completely aware of how fucked up this is for so many people in so many ways more important than how it's fucked up for us i miss wrestlemania but i'm fully aware of how i'm i hope no one listening to this has lost any family members but statistically probably someone has so we're not trying to minimize the you know how bad this shit has been but Within the context of this episode, we're focusing on how bad it's been for wrestling in particular. So, yeah, well said, dude. For the context sound, of our show, that's yeah, sorry it. To sound, sorry to sound like whiny fucking bitches, but uh, we're going to sound like whiny fucking bitches for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so this, uh, I mean, it uh, really caught... Caught fire in January, started uh, started spreading outside of uh, the general location. Come February, in March, on I forget what specific day it was, but on the week that we did a set of recordings for I believe uh, ECW Barely Legal, uh, Starcade, the Vince Failures episode. Literally that week, sports got shut down. Uh, so. Uh, so many, uh, so many things uh, uh, fell victim to it. I think it was the right call. Get everybody to a safe location first, but uh, of course, with this episode, means that 
Uh, it was fucked. The big one right off the bat. Right off the bat, WrestleMania out the door. And it was almost a will-they-won't-they they situation, right, going into it. Because yeah. I remember we it, had the show right before the big It was tension for like two and a half weeks or so. Yeah, it was like, no, we're going to still keep going. No, you shouldn't keep going. Yeah. Yeah, and you remember Chris Jericho said the same thing, that no, we're not going to not have live shows. Of course we're going to have live shows. Pack yeah. the stadiums, pack the arenas, whatever. We're going to have people there. And, of course, he held true to his word and had a concert in Sturgis. We'll leave well, that one alone. You can listen to that episode in the Jericho well, episode no, I'm gonna, that we I'm gonna get. I'm going to get to that later, actually, because there's a bit of a slight bit of an update on that. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but it was, so- it was a big will-they-won't-they going into WrestleMania season. Right, and like Adam said, in March we got together to record, and at that point we were still going. Um, I think Adam, had, Adam yes. by then had maybe made the decision not to go, but he hadn't told me yet. I I think I, I had think also. The, yeah, I was not point, going. Yeah. yeah, you had decided not to go, but you weren't going to the show anyway. You were just going to go to Tampa. You didn't have a WrestleMania ticket. I was still... Right, that was more than likely going to change, but still. Right, I was still going at that point. I was all in. And that was the week we had Travis on the phone. And Right. And he was still going. So we were talking like four weeks. He was still going too. Yeah, we were talking like four weeks before the show. A lot of people were still planning on going, and the company was still planning on doing it. And we were like, I would say about a week after that, because within that week is when all the sports completely shut down. Because we had... The first, it might have been the first thing that happened was the Shark Tank shut down because Santa Clara County was right at the front of everything closing. And it was like, well, what are the Sharks right. going to do? Then it was like, boom, boom, boom. Like, right within a couple of days, all the sports shut down. And even the XFL shut down. But Vince was like, oh, no, no, we're still going to run wrestling shows. And I want to say they yep. did like two more weeks of TV at, at arenas. And then they stopped that. They went to the Performance Center and... Maybe the same week is when they said, nope, WrestleMania is happening at the, at the PC. Which was crazy because right. it got to the point where the mayor was kind of like, well, we want to let them cancel it, but if they don't, we will kind of thing. And then it was within a couple of days they yeah. canceled it. Yeah, it was really insane. And it was just kind of you were checking the news every single day, multiple times a day, just seeing all of us that were planning on going. And it's not just people in the U.S. I mean, this is a worldwide event, right? It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. There's people from all over the world that come to this thing. So waiting until the last minute to cancel the event to where it was supposed to be held, that was a backbreaker to a lot of people that had plans and maybe they weren't able to get their airline uh, refunded. I know I had an issue getting my airline refunded. That was a whole thing with Southwest. I can imagine everybody else had the same issue. And to your point earlier, Ed, I hate kind of sounding like a whole crybaby about this because people are in much worse shape than us. But again, in the context of our show, huge, huge pain in the ass. I don't get to go to WrestleMania every year. So this year was going to be yeah. a, a special event. Right. You know, we were going to do a meet and greet with fans and it was going to be a whole thing. And COVID just really fucked us on that. And then they fucked all the fans out of a live WrestleMania, which is, you know, maybe this would have been somebody's very first WrestleMania, possibly their only WrestleMania, and COVID fucked them out of that. So this was going to be my 20th WrestleMania. I had, um, for the last couple of years, I was, um, I wanted to get a tattoo for my 20th WrestleMania. So, you know, my sister-in-law, you know, my sister-in-law is my tattoo artist and, before before it got shut down, I'd already made an appointment with her to get my WrestleMania tattoo. It was going to be a combination of the WrestleMania 20 logo and um, the logo for this year. And um, it was really cool what she came up with. And I'm gl- 
I didn't want to do it until after the show. Not that I thought there was any possibility that I wouldn't go to it, but I was like, no, you don't get your 20th WrestleMania tattoo until you've gone to your WrestleMania, 20th WrestleMania. Um, right. So that got canceled, which, okay, you know, that sucks, but I'm glad I didn't get it, though. Um, and I was, like, so disappointed. I was like, dude, it was my 20th fucking WrestleMania. You know, I have a 19-year streak, but what you just said a second ago it's is a good really, whole number yeah um but what really i felt really bad like you said for the people whose first wrestlemania was going to be because i know a lot of people uh don't fly across the country to it for whatever reason they don't have the means to or some people don't even want to fucking fly you know um and if i were in that situation and it finally came to my hometown or someplace within driving distance i would be fucking devastated like i'm sure it was way shittier for those people than it was for me uh, oh I yeah! Imagine how much it sucked. So, yeah, that was definitely. I mean, to me, that was the biggest fuck you from COVID. Is no WrestleMania. But yeah, it, it was big. Of, it, it was huge. Yeah, it was fucking huge. Um, but there were a lot of other things that came out of it. One of them um, was that huge group of releases a couple weeks after WrestleMania, where they dropped like twenty five people or whatever it was. Right. And the funny thing about that, not that there's anything funny about it, but a few weeks before that, I went on Twitter and I, I said to because, you know, they always do the spring cleaning, like late April, pretty much every right. year they, they fire five, six people kind of all in one fell swoop. And I said something on Twitter about, I have a feeling spring cleaning is going to be pretty fucking bad this year. Oh my God, dude. People on Twitter were like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And they'll be back to doing shows next month. And there's no reason they should fire anyone. Huh. And I was like, Psh. Watch, motherfucker. I know what I'm talking about. They usually fire half a dozen people this time every year. And now they're not running shows. And what do you need a guy like Rhino on the roster for if you're not even running shows? Right. And right there it went. And they got rid of a fucking bunch of them. Yeah, that was a really Referees, unfortunate side effect agents, of COVID. Coaches, yeah. Yeah, they got yeah, rid of Lance Storm. It. They had just hired Lance Storm and they sent his ass back to Calgary. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that was major. And then um, I don't think AEW released anyone. Not that I recall. And no one knows if maybe a couple of guys released, but everybody spread out and got to their safe uh, locations. Uh, if like if like some of those that aren't currently on there, I think they're still technically part of their rosters, but uh, they're they're not necessarily terminated they're just uh on leave at the moment okay okay i don't i don't i don't i don't recall seeing anything from them regarding uh releases okay yeah i think and you know you know who i really feel horrible who you know who i really feel horrible for in this whole thing who i feel horrible for drew mcintyre oh he got fucking he got fucked that's a big one it's a man one damn that poor guy he was released was gone for a long time built himself back up into a true superstar came back worked his ass off every step of the way yeah only to have the rug swept out from under him i mean how bad are you gonna feel for him he's wwe champion they've really put the rocket on his back he's a big deal but to not have that live crowd element, to not have that WrestleMania moment where you're holding the title up in front of 100,000 people, yeah. to have that taken away after as hard as he worked, oh, man, you've got to feel for Drew. It's got to be He's huge. one of those, like, 
it's just like he learned from him his, his mistakes. He rehabbed himself. He grew. He got better. But damn. Yeah. Sucks. Well, I'll tell you yeah, another it's, one. It's heartbreaking for him. I'll tell you another one. Not with the comeback story, but another one um, that it sucked for is Rhea Ripley. Right? Biggest match of her oh, career. Oh, yeah. I, ha- I have heard my too. notes. But, I mean, she's coming up from NXT. She wasn't even a regular part of the roster. And she gets in a match with fucking Charlotte, of all people. It wasn't like they put her in a battle royal yeah. or something like that. They put her in a match with fucking Charlotte. And then, by the way, I to yep. me, those two had the best match of the weekend. That was my favorite match of the whole WrestleMania by far. And, I mean, for her, I to, agree come with up, you. For her to come up, steal the show with Charlotte, and it's in an empty fucking building. And this is before they even had uh, the wrestlers in there as fans. I mean, that's just got to suck. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think to, to build on that, I just want to ask... It, of course, it's a what if scenario. If it didn't happen and it was at Raymond James Stadium, was there going to be a different result in that NXT Women's Title match? No, very possibly, very possibly. I kind well, I don't know. It's a it's a what if. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. Well, I don't know, but (laughs) you know, we'll never know. But I don't think so. Yeah, I kind of doubt it. I think maybe there are a few matches that could have gone the other way. I don't know. I mean, look, that's a good question, though, Adam. Rhea's still mm-hmm. not champion now. You know, they could have, you know, they could have put it right back on her if they wanted her to be champ. They clearly had other plans for her. Also, there was the whole thing where she, apparently her visa, which she seemed to sort of deny, but she yeah. was gone a long time. Yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah. That's so true. I think, I think <laughs> yeah. we should move on to oh, WrestleMania. So, so that's pretty, an actually good one. Um, We're getting pretty deep into this, so I think we should. Uh, deep in that one. Um, Yeah. yeah. We should get away from okay. WrestleMania and so, uh, talk about the other stuff. So, my. Money next uh next pay per view is Money in the Bank. They got really innovative with that, moved it over to headquarters yeah, it in sucked. Connecticut. It was terrible. Garbage. Garbage. Hated that, it. That might have been the I mean, just just because the apart from the Undertaker and AJ match, not to go back into WrestleMania, the cinematic matches might have been the worst fucking thing that wrestling did to or COVID did to uh, wrestling. I hated it, and I'm glad they got away yes, from it. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the Thunderdome, I think, saved that. Um. Yeah. Money, but money AJ and Undertaker was so good, it spawned more. That one was really good, but then they turned just stupid after that. They sucked. I did not like yeah. it at all. Yeah. I, I just I don't like it. To me, Alistair getting thrown be- off of the building. Ugh. Yeah. To me, it's not wrestling. It's a movie about wrestling. Thank you. Agree. Yeah. Um, So Still, mazel to Asuka, but really, the other one to Otis, really? Just because he was the wrestler that was available, but yeah. (laughs) How do you really feel, Ed? The wrestler that was available is (laughs) because Vince thinks it's funny to watch a fat guy fucking jiggle around. He's Chris Farley. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he's about (laughs) to mess up his fucking hair and scream. You know what I mean? He's a fucking joke. Vince, Vince is entertained by him. That's all, right. all that is. Well, uh, af- uh, also, after that, literally the very next date, or very next uh, night on Raw, it turns out that Asuka's uh, Money in the Bank was for women's title because mm-hmm. Becky's pregnant. Yeah, right. So if there was a good thing to come yeah. from COVID, I guess that there would we, be it. There we- there we go. Well, that didn't have anything to do with COVID. Uh, I think, uh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean unless di- they were locked yeah, at home. Not and... directly, but still. Well, well, maybe maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was they were they were stuck at home with nothing else to do, her and Rollins. Yeah, they were on lockdown. Yeah. Let's get to fucking. Maybe. All right. Make a baby. Yeah. Um. So, okay, yeah. you touched on this yeah, earlier, ter- Scott. 
um, Jericho um, playing at fucking Sturgis. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, South Dakota right now has the worst coronavirus rate in the fucking country. And I know Sturgis was like oh, eight, wow. eight months, eight, eight weeks ago, however long ago. It was like the end of August. But um, And right now, yeah. for uh, you guys are listening to this at the end of the year, we're recording this middle of October. They have the worst. Dude, their like, um, positivity rate this week is like 40 fucking percent. It's insane. And, well, it's, do- and it's done nothing damn. but gone, gone up since Sturgis. Like it blew up right after Sturgis and it stayed blown up. So uh, not that it's so Jericho's So it was a super fault. spreader event. Yeah, not that it's Jericho's fault. Um, Sturgis was happening with or without Fozzie. But, I mean, fucking Jericho, dude. But, Doesn't send a great message when you're yeah. a part of it, though. And we already buried him about that on another episode. So let's not get carried away. But uh, it's just one more. We thing. did. And you know, the whole shocking thing is it was supposed to be gone by Easter. Isn't that weird? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I liked it better when it was a hoax. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Um, another thing. That uh, it... Locally, one of the. Yeah. Oh, um, I was saying another thing that it fucked up was the XFL. The XFL's gone because of it. Well, yeah. well, it was. And then the Rock, he bought it. Well, right. But I mean, there's so it's no coming back at some point. He. He and Danny Garcia, they're doing what they can to salvage it and save it. And they picked it up. So, uh, we'll see what happens with it. I think I think they have uh, something really great in plan, but obviously uh, they're doing uh, the right mindset. Make sure that you get your resources and make sure that the atmosphere is set to accommodate it. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, I mean, I mean, just just uh, handing the keys over, they've already completed step one on that. Yeah. So uh, whenever yeah. step two happens, that's up to them. Uh, yeah, one we'll of the big things, at least locally, was that uh, Extreme Rules was going to be at the Shark Tank. Right. Uh, I think it was going to be uh, mid-July. I was planning to go to that. I would assume the same thing for you We would have been there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was fucked up, too. Instead, uh, I think... I don't know if uh, this um, was the next paper... Just to... Or there have been a few. Why did yeah. I lose the audio for you guys? Oh, shit. Hang on. Hang on. One second. I know you can't see me. Hold on. Actually, I can see you. And this is always great when it happens in the middle of recording. (laughs) Hey, what's up, you guys? Oh, shit. What are we seeing here? Hey. uh, Oh, yeah. Actually, it's better. Yeah, my head. There we go. Yeah, the headphones side. The Bluetooth. Yeah, these actually sound much better. Yeah, I know, but now I'm tethered to the fucking phone. Anyway, that was embarrassing. Well, it sounds better. yeah, well, I'm, I, that's the way it's going to sound the rest of the night. It happens. Um, so we're starting to get really close to our time limit on this. Um, so just one other thing. Or the major tra- tragedy in the world of wrestling, as far as COVID is concerned, is this show got shut down and had to go bi-weekly. Yeah, that's it right. Did. Right? Remember early on, it was like we couldn't even get together. Like now we've gotten together a couple times, but even still, it's like, it's just the three of us or the five of us with the chicks. But, um, you know. Yeah. But for a long time, I, I think we didn't see each other from March till like July or August or something like that. And we didn't, we did no recording. Yeah. We didn't do any recording for several months uh, until I discovered Zoom. And uh, now we kind of, I guess it was a bit of a, I guess the upside to it is we figured out that we can record remotely like this to make it a little easier to record. But, uh, I mean, it did suck right. having to reduce the schedule of the show. That's the true tragedy. Oh, for sure. Fu- you know, fuck Drew McIntyre. For sure. Fu- and I'm sure our listeners are pissed. Yeah, fuck Drew McIntyre. We got fucked and so did our listeners. 
Right. But hey, you know what? Let's put a whole silver lining on this dark cloud that is COVID in 2020. Brock Lesnar's gone too. That's the best part. Yeah. It might be the best. Next to Becky's baby, that might be the best part. No, Brock Lesnar being gone. Because why? Fuck Brock. Uh, I agree. Fuck Brock. Him being gone is way better than Becky's baby because Becky's gone because of her baby. Do you think that Brock Lesnar would be around more given the current conditions? Or do you think if he was heavyweight champion, he would just be like not showing up at all? No, I don't think he would show up. Like his normal um, MO. Well, wasn't he still on the roster um, during SummerSlam, but he wasn't at SummerSlam? Oh, right. They didn't even use him. Yeah, but I think he was still, I think that was before his contract was up. He probably was signed through SummerSlam actually. So no, I think he did like Roman and was like, no, I'm going home. You know, he went back to uh, Saskatchewan to his dairy farm. Perfect. Take your ball, go home. Yes. Don't come back. Yeah, stay there with your fucking cows, Brock. Right. Are you referring to Sable? Oh. <laughs> Shame on you. Pow. Pow. All right. Pow. <laughs> okay, well, I think that'll do right. it for this episode, Adam. <laughs> Fuck you, COVID. Uh, fucking COVID. But still, regardless of uh, all the whining and uh, ranting that we have been doing, uh... It really is, uh, we really do mean it where we want everybody to do what's best to keep yourselves safe. I mean, yeah, all all these unfortunate things, uh, we're complaining about wrestling, but still, regardless, we really do want everyone, uh, to be safe. Uh, and still, I think, uh, all those measures of, uh, the safety precautions of washing your hands, distancing, please continue those so that, um, uh, so that we could go to SoFi Stadium next year and hopefully be at Mania. Whether there that's there's a decision on that or not, I don't know. It could be a possibility, but still, just we want more opportunities to be with our friends, to watch wrestling, to gather, and to have fun. There's also Zoom burnout, so I think uh, doing what we can to uh, stay safe is uh, very much what's needed. So, on that note, uh, with Drunk Historians, Eddie and Scott... I'm Adam, just reminding you to enjoy your buzz, watch wrestling responsibly, drink like nobody is watching, and even the, getting repetitive here, but really, really are emphasizing it. Wash your hands, wear masks, social distance. Uh, we want to keep uh, keep this uh, drunk party going, wrestling parties going for you, wherever you are. Uh, please be safe, and have a very happy new year, everyone. That takes care of our episode. One, two, three. Happy New Year. Fuck you, COVID. COVID. Happy New Year. Fuck you, COVID. Woo!